radio advertising is good, why should you advertise on the Tan Talk Radio Network, AM 1340? Well, it's simple. We are a local radio station with local shows that target our local communities and local listeners. We have a variety of shows that cover a multitude of informative and interesting topics, such as automotive and boating, real estate and finance, health and medical, politics and law, sports and fishing, pet care, and more. Why, we are even home to Imus in the Morning. We also have shows about comedy, food and dining, religion, fashion, local community events and activities, and a variety of music. Talk radio provides a listening format that appeals to a large cross-section of people. Whether you are in your car, at work, at home, everyone has a radio. And we are streamed live on the internet. And past shows are podcasted so you, the listener, can play back your favorite shows over and over again. The possibilities are endless. So that, my listeners, is why you should advertise on the Tan Talk Radio Network, AM 1340. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Let me tell you about my company, Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc. 727-541-1741. I have over 35 years experience with classic vintage sport and racing cars. I do appraisals, consulting, and pre-purchase inspections. Before you buy your next rare classic, the car of your dreams, give me a call at Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc. 727-541-1741. Also, due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I am very good with wrecks. So if your car has been in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call me at 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for lost value of your repaired vehicle. That's Gulfstream Motorsports, Inc., 727-541-1741. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays, 7 to 8 p.m. on the Tantalk Radio Network, AM 1340. Hi, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. If you'd like to play golf, Magnolia Valley Golf Club is offering some specials this week. Give them a call up there at 727-847-2342. They have a 9-hole executive course, and they have an 18-hole par 72. And they've got great food on the 19th hole. So call my friend Pete at 727-847-2342. And be sure to tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the flag. What do those words mean to you? Me, they say, thank you, America, for your strength, your courage, and for our freedom, which has been a beacon to the world for 200 years. Of the United States of America. Whose bright stars are 50 states, each bearing its own stamp of individuality. People, 200 million strong. People have come to her from all corners of the earth. And to the republic for which it stands. A land of laws with an ingenious system of checks and balances that allows no man to become a tyrant and lets no group prevail if their power is not tempered with a real concern for the government. A land where the right of dissent and 
free speech is jealously guarded. For the ballot box is the sword, and the people its wielder. One nation under God. A land where freedom of worship is a cornerstone of her being. A land graced with temples and churches, synagogues and altars that rise in profusion to embrace all the religions of the world. A land forged by the hot steel of raw courage and formed forever by the awful crucible of civil war. Where man in pursuit of an honest life will not be denied his chance. Where her citizens move freely within her vast borders without hindrance or fear. A land brimming with opportunity. Where freedom of choice is the guideline for all. And justice. The courts of our land are open to all. Its wheels of justice grind for all causes, all people. They look to every avenue for justice, every concern of the law, and they temper their reasoning with mercy for all. Hey, listeners, welcome. You are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And we are live in downtown Clearwater here at the WTAN radio station. Hey, run your computers and flip on the Tantalk Radio Network, 1340.com, and you can see us live streamed on the internet. And, uh, hey, we got a great show tonight. We got some, you know, we got some good music as usual, and we got a super guest tonight. We got a really good guest. And I hope you guys appreciated. My uh, little thing on John Wayne and uh, Pledge Allegiance. Those are you guys that are, like me, real Americans and want what's right for our America, okay? And uh, we just had a Memorial Day here, um, you know, dedicated to all our soldiers who have uh, done their best to defend this country, this great country. We have the uh, 4th of July coming up, so I think we should be in the pro-America, what's right for America, and let's keep America, America spirit, Okay. I'm a real patriot. That means God, guts, guns, and glory. Right there. How you doing there, Bill? Well, I'd like to say, Rob, you're doing great on your radio show. Well, thank you, Mr. Wade. <laughs> I see that you still believe I'm president. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, uh, hey, you got that little uh, little that little thing set up there? Toby Keith. No, 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 not that one. The little uh, geek thing. Go ahead and play that real quick. Oh, pencil neck geek? Yeah, play that real quick. Gritty, scum-sucking, pencil-neck geek. All right, that's for the knuckle-dragger up there in Washington, okay? So, uh, who is not an American, as far as I'm concerned, who, who is un-American and is not doing what's right for this country. And I know I'm going to try to keep the show non-political, but every once in a while, you know, I get a little irritated. Matter of fact, last week I read a little thing about our boy up there, another useless politician, uh, Mr. Chucky Schumer. And uh, for those of you guys that don't know, supposedly that was a hoax. I'm not sure whether it was or not. You know, about the uh, tax that he wants to put on uh, classic cars. Um, him, Harry, Ripoff, Reed, uh, Palauzi, Boxster. Actually, Boxster, Reed, Wrangler, and Schulmer should have never gotten reelected. So you guys really need to kind of pay attention up there in those states. California, Arizona, and uh, New York, uh, and Jersey. You guys are asleep at the wheel here. Uh, no pun intended, since this is a radio show about cars. Anyway, enough said. Hey, play our first song. <laughs>
boss is a jerk. We talk about your church and your head when it hurts. We talk about the troubles you've been having with your brother, about your daddy and your mother and your crazy ex-lover. We talk about your friends and the places that you've been. We talk about your skin and the dimples on your chin. The polish on your toes and the run in your holes. And God knows we're going to talk about your clothes. You know talking about you makes me smile. But every once in a while, I want to talk about me. want to talk about I. want to talk about number one. Oh, my, me, my. What I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. I want to talk about me. We talk about your dreams and we talk about your schemes, your high school team and your moisturizer cream. We talk about your nana up in Muncie, Indiana. We talk about your grandma down in Alabama. We talk about you guys of every shape and size, the ones that you despise and the ones you idolize. We talk about your heart, about your brains and your smarts and your medical charts and when you start. You know talking about you makes me grin. But ever now and then, I want to talk about me, want to talk about I, want to talk about number one. Oh my, me, my, what I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. I want to talk about me. You know what, Billy? That's a great song. I like Toby Keith, and uh, he's he's done very well in the last uh, 10, 15, 20 years as uh, a singer, and that's one of his better songs. I came out in like around 2001, 2002 in the fall, but that's a good song, and he's a real American, too. He's got some good songs, and we're going to play some of those in the future. Maybe not tonight, but uh, we will in the future. And again, like I said, hey, it's an election year. Let's get some real Americans to run for office and do the right thing for Americans. Get the word out there. Vote conservative. Vote when I say conservative, I'm really to the right of Newt Gingrich. Now, that's how far to the right I am on most issues. However, but uh, yeah, let's get some good Americans in there and let's keep those scumbag lawyers out of there because they are dirtbags and existing politicians. Matter of fact, we should just clean house and start all over. That's really the way we're going to get this thing done. That's what you do in a business. You get rid of everybody, you start all over, and you make it work. Anyway, having said that, hey, we got a couple of uh, 
Commercials there you want to slide hey in? Hey, listeners. Me? This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radiant Cars. I'd like to tell you about a great place to eat right on the main part of Clearwater Beach. Located at 333 South Gulfview Boulevard. Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill has two floors of food, drink, and fun. They have daily specials, happy hour, nightly entertainment. Their menu caters to seafood lovers as well as land lovers. Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill, 727-608-2065. They're open in the morning for breakfast until 1 a.m. So stop by and visit my friends, Turtle, Eddie, and Polly, and all the girls and staff at Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill. That's 727-608-2065. Mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you never know, you might get a free drink. That's Crabby's Beachwalk Bar and Grill on Clearwater Beach, 727-608-2065. All right, you're back, and this is Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Hey, you know what? Hey, Bill, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play a couple clips, and if anybody can guess the name of these clips, now, we don't take call-ins, but you can email me at golfstreamradio at gmail.com. That's golfstreamradio at gmail.com. If you can name the movies that these clips came from, you can win a $10 gift certificate to Krabby's Beach Walk Bar and Grill on Clearwater Beach or the Rib Shack Barbecue or Naughty Nancy's, okay? So you guys need to be paying attention out there. Listen to the show, all right? We're going to play those. Hey, matter of fact, you want to whip one of them up real quick right now? Real quick, real quick. Everything's real quick. Looks like we're 
Looks like we're shy of one horse. <laughs> You brought two too many. What movie's that from? Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. That's a little to... blood and guts there. Are we, are we live again? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're back. Now, I'll give you guys a clue. The movie came out in 1969, and then uh, there was two actors in there. Okay. The one actor was actually in uh, one of the other movie clips I played here a few months, or a month or so ago, which was in the uh, Cannonball. You want me to give him a hint? No, 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 no. And the other one, the actor is a well-known actor who was in uh, The Mechanic. Now, wait a minute. I know this. I see the thought. He's going to have to... We don't take any calls, but you can answer it. He can send us an email. But at any rate, uh, hey, what do we what do we got going on here? Oh yeah, we got another. <laughs> hey, it's live radio. Um, what do you got for me? Somebody on there? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Well, anyway, um, tell him to send an email. That's a pretty easy one. All right. Hey, we got another commercial we need to go to real quick. Let's get the commercials out of the way. Oh yeah, you got more commercials, right? Well, yeah. Let's play one more, and then we'll play the other one later. Play both of them. Play both of them. Okay. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about Naughty Nancy. No, this isn't a story about a bad girl. This is a truth about a great place to eat and hang out. Naughty Nancy's Food Shack, located at 700 Eldridge Street in the downtown Clearwater area, is a quaint little place nestled under some huge oak trees serving great food and drink and a wonderful, friendly atmosphere. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. They have 10 daily specials as well as many different styles of cooking from Cajun, New England, Country Gourmet, and even Short Order, prepared just the way you want it. So check out this groovy little dewdrop in right on the trail. So jog up to her front door, ride up on your bicycle, drive up in your car, or pull up on your motorcycle, and visit my friend Nancy and place your order. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. Hey, mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars and you might get a free drink. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. As most of you know, I'm in the car business, and often I need cars towed. Well, Kotaka's Towing has all the trucks and equipment to meet your needs. Whether it's long distance, short distance, or just around the corner, they can get it done. Kotaka's Towing, located at 1141 Court Street in Clearwater. Also, they have a full-service repair and body shop to meet all your automotive needs. So give my friends Lefty and Joey a call at Kotaka's Towing at 727-447-1952. And be sure and mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you might get a discount. Stripe was white, it was 18 feet and about a stern line. Second hand from a dealer in Atlanta, I rode up with daddy when he went there to get her. Put on a shine, put on a motor, built out of love, made for water. Ran her for years till her transom got rotten. A piece of my childhood will never be forgotten. It was. Just an old plywood boat with 75 Johnson electric choke A young boy, two hands on the wheel I can't replace the way it made me feel And I would 
That song's dedicated to all the dads out there that got daughters and sons that uh, have taken their kids out and taught them how to drive at a young age, anywhere between, you know, before they were old enough to drive, 7, 8, 9, 10, you know, probably not, but maybe at least 13, 14. I know I took my son out, and he enjoys it, so that's one of our favorite songs. I'd like to do a little quick shout-out. I'd like to wish my mother and father-in-law a happy 54th anniversary. There's a couple that have been married for 54 years, did a fine job raising a family. Remember, this is a family show. So anyway, uh, I salute you guys. You've been great in-laws, and I couldn't ask for any better. So anyway, hey, we got that little uh, other quote coming up, and then I'm going to introduce my special guest for the evening. I'm Another tell you great car guy. I want you to listen tight. It may sound like I'm talking about me, but I'm not. I'm talking about you. As a matter of fact, I'm talking about all people everywhere. 
When I come down here to Texas, I was looking for something. I didn't know what. It seems like you had up my life and I spent it all either stomping other men or in some cases getting stomped. Had me some money and had me some medals. But none of it seemed a lifetime worth the pain of the mother that bore me. It was like I was empty. Well, I'm not empty anymore. That's what's important. To feel useful in this old world. To hit a lick against what's wrong or to say a word for what's right, even though you get walloped for saying that word. Now, I may sound like a Bible beater yelling up a revival at a river crossing camp meeting. But that don't change the truth none. There's right and there's wrong. You gotta do one or the other. You do the one and you're living. You do the other and you may be walking around, but you're dead as a beaver hat. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And it's time to introduce my special guest for the evening. Let me tell you a little bit about this gentleman. He's well-known in the collective car circles. He's been to some of the finest concours and auctions around, and he does some amazing judging. He's uh, very prominent in the uh, retro car uh, reproduction parts industry, Very a huge proponent of that. He's got a huge car collection himself. He's just a good old down-home country boy. It gives me great pleasure, and I'm delighted to introduce him to my show this evening, Corky Coker. Corky, are you there? I'm here, Rob. How are you doing, brother? Pretty good. Well, uh, you know, you forgot one word when you introduced me, and it's one word that describes me best of all. Okay. I'm a, just a dumb old country boy, but most of all, I'm a knucklehead. A knucklehead? <laughs> yeah, I'm a knucklehead. You know, I got a bad disease that is incurable. Okay. I, you know, I, it's, 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 um, it's caritis, and, <laughs> and uh, I've got rubber dust in my veins, but most of all, I'm a knucklehead. Well, you know what? You know that if if that if you're describing someone that's a real true car enthusiast, then you know what? I'm a knucklehead too. You know because hey, I got you are a knucklehead, Rob. I'm I got you. Yeah. I, I, you know I I met you and uh, you know you, you knuckleheads know each other. That's true. It's like knuckleheads of a feather flock together. Is that flock the word? together? <laughs> but but you know when the, when Bill called me. And we and Bill called, Billy called me and said, you know, you're about ready to go on. He said, but Rob wants you to hear this Alan Jackson song. I said, I hope it's over soon because I'm about to cry. <laughs> well, you know what? Ton 64 Ford, and, and uh, that's just a great song. It is. It tells my life story. Learn, you know, teaching your kid how to drive with three on the tree, and we all need to be teach, teaching our kids about cars. Absolutely. What better place, Rob, is there to to have the family together than riding in our cars or riding in an old pickup truck and the memories that that creates? I think it's just awesome. That's a cool story. Now, I'm sure you can relate to that. Your dad probably took you around when you were a young age and uh, taught you how to drive like that, too, because I know my parents did. My dad did. Mom. Absolutely. I learned to drive in a 56 uh, Chevrolet 3100 truck, three on the tree, and going to the dump. Going to the dump. Yeah, going to the dump. Isn't that amazing? Well, it's how that country road. You know how those country roads used to be. You know, people <laughs> used to say, well, that looks like a good place to empty the pickup. So. <laughs> <laughs> or all the scrap tires. Or the scrap tires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. great. So, 
so uh, how is how is everything on nostalgic radio and cars? You guys, that's an awesome venue and awesome stuff that you're doing. That's everything that I am. I love everything about our history. You know, one thing, Rob. If you don't know where you've been, you can't figure out where you're going. You know that? Absolutely. And that's you know, I'm all about America and what's right. And I, like I said earlier, you know, this is uh, we're coming up on an election year. I really want to see some good people get in and do the right thing to preserve this country, our heritage. And, uh, you know, and then all the American hobbies that we have. I mean, you know, when you think about it, the car thing, especially us with, you know, us real serious gearheads. Yeah, they had cars all over the planet. You know, they were in Europe and they were in the Mideast, wherever, and Far East, and all over, you know, uh, not to get too geographic here. But it's really kind of an American thing. I mean, hot rods and muscle cars and collector cars is kind of like a true Americana kind of thing. It's kind of like they talk about baseball, hot dogs, and apple pie. It's, they forget cars. Cars are important. Absolutely, they're important. They were, you know, if you think about it, the turn of the century, the automotive industry and the birth of the automotive industry started the Industrial Revolution. And it's everything we know about manufacturing today. Henry Ford invented the mass production, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, I have to disagree with you about one thing, Rob. What's and that? it's really important. What? Uh, the, you can be geographic. The okay. South rules. Okay. And, 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 you know, and God lives down the South, and you and I ain't he. Well, I understand that. My wife's a Georgia girl. My mom's, my mother-in-law's from Alabama, so I really dig the South. I really appreciate the South. So, you know, I'm, I'm almost there. In fact, if I had to move to another state, it probably would be Georgia, Tennessee, or, or the Carolinas. Well, come on. You can, you can host that radio show from right here in the, the bright spot of the South, Chattanooga, Tennessee, the Dynamo of Dixie. You can do that right here. I might have to do that. I'll take you up on that, because I might be up there in a couple weeks anyway, so we'll hang out. So yeah. tell us a little about Corky Coker. Who is Corky Coker? Well, I told you already, Rob. You weren't listening. Well, I know a you're knucklehead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm a knucklehead that has a bad disease. I, you know, I love cars. I love people. And you know, quite frankly, I love people that have passion about things okay. and about stuff like collector cars and nostalgia and history and getting involved in government and have passion about you know the reason why we have a tear in our eye when the fit or the stealth bomber flies over Indy Speedway on mm-hmm. Sunday. Absolutely. Uh, you know, because we have people that have gone before us, people that are standing in harm's way for us right now, and that's who I am. Uh, I love putting people together. We've got this cool thing that's going to happen starting next weekend, going from Tennessee to Bennington, Vermont, with the Great Race, and we stop in 14 cities from between Chattanooga, Tennessee, and Bennington, Vermont, and we say the pledge, and I say a prayer, and it's the coolest thing that happens in this in small towns all the way up the Shenandoah a valley and th- th- tens of thousands of people come come out and w- they get to see old cars and families come and they have a great time and they go home and they think hey you know we had fun as a family so i like that's who corky coker is i like doing stuff like that tell us a little bit about the great race now how did that how did the great race inception come about and tell us your involvement in it well, a guy named Norm Miller, some of you guys probably have interstate batteries in your cars out there. Mm-hmm. Norm Miller founded Interstate Batteries, and he and a good brother of mine who I absolutely loved, Tom McRae, started a great race almost, well, 29 years ago. And 
just a, with a passion for, you know, going from across the country in old cars and, and put up a bunch of money. And these people got came out and, you know, you saw America at its best, people helping people, competitors helping people. I mean, they're uh, competitors. And it's really a, just an amazing event that has developed over the last 29 years. And it went bankrupt last year. Well, in 2008, not last year, 2008, when they planned to go around the world from New York to Paris. And China, if you remember, had the Olympics. And they would not give them their license to come into China because of all the Mongolian thing and the Olympics. Didn't want to be embarrassed or whatever. So it bankrupted them. And I bought it out of bankruptcy. So I love the event because it's family, it's old cars, and it's America. And so we're cranking it back up and watch out here we go yeehaw yeehaw heck now what's the criteria i mean how what's the vintage of the the years of the cars that participate and then how do you determine where and how long your your uh your ride's going to be your uh, well, your your it, journey so to speak it's a time speed endurance rally Rob. Okay. that means you, you know you get docked points if you're too fast or too slow okay you match the rally master's time it's a really cool precise game that you play with a collector car and in order to be an entrant you have to have a car 1969 and before so you know we can have model a fords competing against 69 camaros but there's an age factor discount off of your time score it's a really mathematical precise thing that i was kind of ho-hum about when i first heard about it thought well these guys are crazy they're really passionate i love that i love seeing that I did it, and it's like if you've ever – I'm not a golfer, so I don't really understand this, but I can describe it. It's like if you if you try to play golf, but you're not really good at it, and you, you think, oh, man, this is, I stink. And, it, you know, I, I hook it or I shank it and never get anything. But then you one time you hit it close to the hole, mm-hmm. you go, golly, I like this. Well, that's like this great racing. You get a good score, and, you know, you're with – people you like and you know as well as i do rob that car people are the best people in america we need to you know i think that it needs to be a prerequisite in order to be a u.s (laughs) congressman you must be a car guy absolutely definitely most definitely america's problems would be solved and no question i think we need to do a a, we need to do a blood test for uh, the you know in order to qualify for running for president you have to be a certifiable car crazy knucklehead to run for president yeah. then america will be solved right but so you anyway, need to have four races happening and it's we're going june 11th <laughs> through 17th all the way up the shenandoah valley so check it out at greatrace.com okay good now corky what on on the how long are these events usually they're what like a week long two weeks long how long do you usually last <sighs> Well, the last 20 years, they've been uh, two weeks, and they usually go from coast to coast, Rob. But okay. this year is our first year back after buying it out of bankruptcy, and I've gotten sponsorships. We're, it's my first year to do it, and we're doing a week-long deal. And our, and our headliner sponsor is Hemmings Motor News. Okay. They're, they're the sponsor, and we've got great sponsors like Haggerty and Steel Rubber Products and Passport Transport and Tommy's Trailers and Pat and Pat and all those guys. But I, I will tell you that... This year we're going from 
Chattanooga, Tennessee to Bennington, Vermont. That's the South will rise again. We're headed north and we're infiltrating the South. You know, we're reenacting that war of northern aggression, you know? Yep, yep, yep. But, but anyway, next year, I think I'm thinking, don't tell anybody. If okay. you promise you won't tell anybody, I'll tell you. Okay, go ahead. I, I'm thinking we're going from Dollywood to Hollywood. Dollywood to Hollywood. Okay, so from Gatlinburg area. That's Gatlinburg, Tennessee, near there, right? Dollywood yep. is? Sevierville. So, okay, and then right on over to uh, Hollywood. Yeah, we'll the, get Leno involved or something, and you ought to come. Yeah, Bob, you, you, I'm telling you, you ought to come. We have more fun than dang it. I'm telling you. Now, do the cars have to be American cars, or can they be foreign cars? So, like, I mean, what is the criteria as far as the cars itself? Is so it could be any car. Yeah, it can be. We we take foreign cars. You take foreign cars. Foreign cars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We take foreign cars too. Actually, this year we've got you know we got a BMW, we've got an Aston Martin. That's foreign car, isn't them, it? Them them and there's that, them English? there's foreign car. Yep. Yeah, that's a foreign car. <laughs> um, we've got a Duesenberg. My oh, buddy okay. Buck Camphausen from Vallejo, California, is driving a twenty-nine model Duesenberg J. Now, so it's. Uh, quite a show, and we this year we've got about sixty cars that are going. Okay, um, and we have a, a show at lunch at a at a town, and right in downtown we close the street. We have the band. We, I mean, if I could get if I could get the Blue Angels to fly over, I would. Okay. But, you know, and next time, maybe next year, we'll see. <laughs> now, now, what do they do? Like, for example, like do a lot of people that have some of these older cars. Let's say I would, you know, pre-war cars. Now, what do you? By the way, what are you driving? Well, I'm I'm kind of the circus ringleader. Okay. You know, I wear the top hat and I come out. And actually, I'm I'm I've competed for twelve years, and since I'm running, it's a little bit of a conflict of okay. interest because I'd win it all. You know, I'm so competitive. Gotcha. I'd win it all, and I know the course, so all the guys would. You know, and there's you can win ninety thousand bucks, chief. There's ninety thousand oh. dollar purse. So it's a huge so prize. I, I, I am not going to compete. I'm going to okay. come in and get the circus started. And uh, a guy, a, a Canadian fellow, that's a wonderful guy named Motormouth Brian Googe from Ottawa, Canada, is is our is our announcer. Mm. He's awesome, and um, I'll hand it over to him, and then I go on to the next city. Okay. Um, so w- w- basically, I'm organizing it, making sure everybody has a good time. Sponsors and cities all have great time and get great responses, and then I go on. So that's that's cool. Now, are, now, what are a lot of these guys will have like support teams behind them, so they'll have somebody else in another truck or with spare parts and family and tools and wrenches and all kinds of stuff there to kind of keep their little uh, their little uh, enterprise going, basically, right? Keep, that- the, keep that car rolling. I've heard you know in great racing and, and some of my friends and. Cannonball that that rode motorcycles across the country said the description of this kind of deal is ride, wrench, repeat. Ride, <laughs> wrench, <laughs> repeat. Okay. All right. And, then, and for those of us that have old cars, we keep a toolbox in the trunk. We're used to that. We know that one real, real well. Absolutely. You got to have it. Okay. Well, super. Now, is uh, is your friend uh, Barry McGuire? Is he one of the sponsors too at McGuire's? Barry's not this year, because, but of course we just basically uh, were uh, successful in buying it out of bankruptcy. Okay. At, actually, in the first of this year, and I, I don't know if you remember, but uh, Barry's company was bought by 3M, and they're one of the big, huge conglomerate companies, and they do all their budgets in October. But Barry's a great friend. He loves the passion that people have. Great race is all about passion and they'll be there this next year i you know 
Mark okay. it down. Okay. Now, are there any uh, well-known people going to be participating in this particular event this year? I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you, Rob. I'm okay, not no, tell we, you. So we don't want to do show that. up and find out. <laughs> so, hey, speaking <laughs> of these, uh, like these little uh, driving events, have you ever done the power tour, the hot rod power tour, by any chance? I have. In fact, this year, because it's happening at the same time, I was really trying to work it out that I could be with Coker Tire, our primary company, the eagle that flies underneath all the other little companies that I have. Uh, is the sponsor of the Indianapolis, Indiana stop for the Power Tour. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to work it out that I could take my newly finished 1911 Marmon Wasp reproduction up there to drive it around the Speedway. That's happening Wednesday before we start our registration for the Great Race on Thursday. So it looks like I can't go, but we might send the Wasp up there and and, uh, let everybody see it. And, you know, we're really proud of our guys in Honest Charlie Garage and all the work they've done, but and building and restoring this kind of car. But um, uh, I love Hot Rod Power Tour. Hot Rod Magazine is one of the finest communications to uh, car guys in the country. So uh, great event. They have five or six thousand cars every year and go long distances. And you know the most important thing, Rob. It's really important. What's up with Power Tour? All those guys are driving the cars. You know what they're doing? What? They're wearing out tires. That's exactly right, especially when they get to the drag strip. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're fl- and you know what that smoke smells like? Oh, yeah, I know that rubber to smell me, real well. It smel- no, it smells like money. Oh, okay. <laughs> ka-ching. <laughs> so you don't hear, Arr! you hear, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs> okay. Well, the Power Tour went through, it started, I think, in Florida, Melbourne, and yep. it's going through Tennessee, but it's actually going through Nashville. Is it going through Chattanooga, too? It went through. It came through Chattanooga last year. We had a big block party down at, in Corkyville at, at the home of Coker Tire and Honest Charlie Speed Shop. Had all the participants. They left the venue at Chattanooga State Community College and came out here. We had a band, and uh, I think we had probably 30,000 people down here that night. So this year it's going through Nashville because it came through Chattanooga last year. They, you know, they don't want to show their partiality to uh, everything Coker. So, gotcha. you know, they went to Nashville to, okay. you know, home of a number of other companies. So, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you know Stacy David by any chance from Gears TV? I do know that knucklehead. He oh, is a knucklehead. Absolutely. Well, Stacy was on the show here about uh, three, four months ago. So he's been on my show too as a guest. Yeah. You know, the problem I have with Stacy is that he's got these holes in his T-shirt yeah. right in the middle of his chest. And I kept saying, why in the heck do you have a hole in the middle of your T-shirt? He said, it's for the microphone to stick out, dummy. Well, don't you understand that? This is TV. <laughs> this TV. is car TV. i got to have a microphone in order for everybody to hear me. <laughs> he's a great guy. Good oh, yeah. guy. Knows how to build cars. Uh, very close personal friend. I was on his show uh, about a year ago and picked with him. He he played the flat top and I picked banjo. Okay, that's right. You're a good musician too because you collect banjos too, don't you? I didn't say I'm a good musician. I oh, just okay. said I pick banjo. You pick banjo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about Coker Tire Company. How because I know a lot of listeners out there want to hear about how Coker Tire came to be. Well. Um, Coker Tire Company was founded in 1948 by my father, Harold Coker. He uh, was always a car guy. 
Uh, graduated from college, got some money from my grandfather, who we called Pop Coker, and uh, founded Coker Tire Company. Because he was a car collector and a tire guy, we basically uh, started drifting toward, you know, trying to find old tires for Model A's and that sort of thing. Then when I came out of college, and my dad focused on it somewhat, when I came out of college in the early 70s, he said, here, boy, you take this area of the business and make it go. And I did, and it did. So uh, now we're in 40 countries. We ship two tractor trailer loads of uh, collector car tires and hot rod tires to individuals every day. We have uh, we attend 70 shows. We've got um, 35 people on the phones taking phone calls all around the country, taking anywhere from uh, 85 to 100 calls each a day. We're just blessed, brother, I tell you. And I get to deal with car guys every day. Um, we now own Honest Charlie Speed Shop, the oldest speed shop in the country. Uh, Honest Charlie Garage, where my son-in-law, Greg, is Greg Cunningham's building and fabricating cars. Uh, I, brought, I bought Roadster Wire Wheel, where we manufacture Cadillac, Thunderbird, and all the nostalgia wire wheels, and Specialty Wheel, where we make um, Rally Wheels and Rally Twos and, and all the... Uh, um, nostalgia muscle car wheels. Um, oh, wow. We own great race. Uh, you know, we've just been very blessed. Let me ask you a question now. Tell me that there was an interesting story you were kind of telling me about how you went around, you were able, and I'm not sure, it wasn't even in the United States, that you found actually some of the old original molds to manufacture some of the uh, 60s, 70s uh, wide oval performance style tires. Is that that's that's a true story. We've, you know, I've searched the world over looking for old original tire molds. Large corporations don't pay attention to their history. Mm-hmm. Like I said at the start of your show, you can't really know where you're going or figure out where you're going unless you know where you've been. Exactly. So uh, these large corporations would throw away their old hardware because it wasn't pertinent anymore. It wasn't wasn't what's new or exciting that sort of thing. So we found tire molds in Australia, New Zealand, Costa Rica. I even flew to Montevideo, Uruguay because I had seen an old original tire mold for a American LaFance fire engine, or it's an old antique truck, and it had a different name on it, like uh, Fabricado in South America or something like that. Uruguay in South America. Anyway, saw this tire mold, went down there. They said, no, 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 no. Doesn't exist. We found it. I bought it, shipped it back, re-engraved it, put it in production as an original, and it is an original tread design, good at Silvertown. So, you know, kind of the um, searcher and of antiquities and old historical stuff all over the world, Indiana Jones style. You know, oh, wow. these old molds and places. And we even have a warehouse that's got actually more than a thousand molds in it. Uh, molds for tires that have been dis- discontinued. So it's kind of fun stuff. Man, that's real interesting. Speaking of antiquities, you're also real good friends with uh, Mike and uh, Frank off of uh, TV show Pickers, right? Now, those guys, those two guys on the History Channel right. are really double-dog, super heavy-duty knuckleheads. Okay. I'm telling you, they're knuckleheads. I am good friends with uh, with Mike and, and Frankie. They're um, I've bought a number of uh, a number of bikes from Mike, and Frankie is um, 
Well, all I can say about him is that he is a knucklehead. <laughs> and I can tell you, I, I, I want to help you get them on your show. You need Mike Wolf to get on your show. Yes, I would love to have He's him. a lot of fun. He's uh, very uh, knowledgeable about the collector car market and about everything nostalgia. Uh, you would enjoy him. I, I, I'll help you get uh, Mike Wolf on, the, on, the, uh, on your radio show. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. He's a good guy, and, you know, he's real. That's the reason why their television show is successful. He's he's real, and you can tell it by the way that he acts and the way that they interact with each other. They're lifelong friends since elementary school. No kidding. Yep. Oh, yep. that's fascinating. Right, right outside Davenport, Iowa. Okay. Yep. Yep. Right down the river. Well, let's do that. We'll uh, we'll, we'll plan. I'll get uh, I'll get with you after the show here, and then I'll get some information on you. Then maybe you can or from you, and then maybe you can hook me up with those guys. Because yeah, that'd be kind of a cool show. Well, let's get back to Corky Coker now. Now, Corky, you have a kind of an amazing car collection. And you're also in the bikes as well, right? Cycles. So I sure do, but there ain't nothing better than my half-ton 64 Ford that my daddy taught me how to drive the three on the tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's not a 64, as Alan Jackson saying. It's a 53 F100, and it's got a flathead. I took the three on the tree out and put a five-speed T5 behind it because, you know, I kind of figured that I, that little flathead could use a little bit more high or longer legs and, you know, that extra fifth gear kind of helped. Oh, but I do have a good collection, Rob. I've been collecting a long time, and as I mentioned earlier in our conversation, uh, it's an incurable disease, and uh, I've been checking all over, and my wife has been checking all over, and there's absolutely no cure. Well, now, let me ask you a question here. It's like some of the cars, like, I mean, since you've got a really cool collection of cars, what are some of your favorites? I mean, which tell us a little bit some of the, your, your prized possessions. Well, now, I, I know, know what you're asking, but I'm asked that question all the time. And my well, stock answer is my favorite is the one I'm driving at that moment. Okay, that's a fair statement. Well, think about it. You know, I, I, today my favorite is the car that we just finished the, uh, the la- uh, latest, and that's the 1911 Marmon Wasp replica. Mm-hmm. It is a T-head, three-speed. It is dead nuts on to the original Marmon Wasp that is owned by the Indianapolis Speedway. So that's my favorite of the day. I've got 55 Chevrolet, uh, six-cylinder, three-speed uh, Bel Airs. I've got a Jaguar E-Type. I've got uh, American Underslung, Stutz Bearcat, Mercer Raceabouts, um, Porsches, got a uh, number of MGs, Rat Rods. Oh, okay. Um, so you cross the gamut. You're extremely eclectic then. Uh, 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 are you cussing at me? No, 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 no. Eclectic? I just, <laughs> eclectic. Yeah. I don't know what that means, Rob. What does that mean? Eclectic means a <laughs> wide variety of cars. I'm just kidding. Buddy. I know, I, I know, know, I know. I don't know what it means. I'm just giving you a hard time. Anyway. But, that is, I, I do have quite an eclectic collection, and it's a lot of fun. I like to drive them, and I like to make the tires go. There you go, because so, then it goes ka-ching at the same time. <laughs> well, no, it actually goes the other way because it's costing me that way. Oh, okay. You know, I got you. When I'm wearing them out, it costs me. Well, what was your first car? Tell us that. Can you tell us that? Uh, my first car was a pickup truck. Okay. I, I had a 1932 B model pickup truck that my dad uh, said, "Here it is. We're restoring this. This is yours." And uh, it's a. Um, and we didn't have any money, so you know we did all the work. I got pictures of me working on it. And my, it's um, it, it didn't last very long because we traded it for something else. And oddly enough, I can't figure that out, but. 
I didn't end up owning whatever we traded it for. So, but it got me into a place that I love vintage stuff. I love 32s. I've got a number of 32s. One of the most recent, by the way, uh, cars that I purchased is a 1934 Ford Roadster that's a, with original 21 set flathead. It's an odd car because it was built in, um, uh, in Geelong, Australia, um, and it's right-hand drive. But it's exactly like ours, but it's right-hand drive. So, Hey, uh, I, I work part-time for this uh, classic car company here in Clearwater, Florida. It's called Golden Classics. And you know what we got? Speaking of cars from Australia, we have this 1935-36 Chevrolet. It's called the Sloper. And, oh, uh, yeah, I know those cars. Yeah, you want an extra one? We're, we're, uh, not, gonna, we're no. not gonna sell it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. You know, it never hurt. I had eclectic, but not, you know. Well, okay. sorry. Okay. No, no. Hey, well, now how did? How, tell us a little bit about Honest Charlie. You you picked up Honest Charlie, but you're right. That is from according to history. That's one of the oldest speed shops in the in the country, isn't it? it it absolutely is, Rob. It is the oldest mail order speed shop in the in the country and the world. Started in 1948. Now there's a bunch of buddies like my my best friend and and idol, uh, Speedy Bill. He he started his company in about 46, etc. And Alex Exidius, SoCal Speed Shop, started about the same time. Mm-hmm. Now Alex's company was really, you know, he built and tuned cars. Uh, Honest Charlie Speed Shop. He had a mail order. In the forties, now Way ahead think of its how time. odd that was. People didn't buy much car parts. Now they bought stuff from the Sears catalog. You bought underwear and clothes and radios from Sears, but you know you didn't buy hot rod parts. But every kid that's my age and and older, and maybe even your age, Rob, they you know they remember Honest Charlie Speed Shop catalog and mm-hmm. the old J.C. Whitney catalog back in the forties, fifties, and sixties. That's right, exactly. So, like, when 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 you when you guys started out, I think if I go back in history a little bit, you guys had a didn't your your father your grandfather have like a little small like a repair shop or tire shop or something like that? And that kind of where your your humble beginnings came from. Absolutely, we're you know quite humble. You know, in fact, um, I have to tell you that my you know we didn't have a lot of money and we've been very blessed. I have to tell you, I'm very blessed. Uh, we've been quite successful with all of our businesses, but um, you know, I went to public schools. Uh, my grandfather loaned my dad the money. My dad tells a story that when uh, when my mom and he got married, they he he was a salesman for BF Goodrich Tire Company, and she needed to give him a present. He, they decided together, and since his birthday was the day before Christmas, they got him a sh- a pair of shoes to wear to work and he got one of them for his birthday and one of them for christmas day anyway so um and on top of that i walked you know two miles ten miles to school every day uphill both ways in the snow and all that sort of stuff we have come from humble beginnings but we're very blessed and um the um tire shop Started with uh, my dad and my and about two t- uh, mechanics and a tire banger, and uh, you know we just grown to be an international. We're the largest in the world selling collector car tires, and we're very blessed. That's all I can. That's the best way I can describe it, brother. Now you also participate in a lot of charities too, don't you? Because you're a very charitable kind of guy, and you got some functions go- or some charity functions going on. Tell us a little bit about that. We got a few minutes left. How many minutes we got left, Bill? I got three minutes. Okay, so we got two and a half minutes. We can uh, let you wind it up with that. How about that? Uh, Squeeze us a little more time, Billy. Come on, give us some time. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Well, you know what? We're going to have you on again. You're going to come on again sometime, aren't you? 
I'd love to. I'd okay. love to, Rob. Thanks for inviting me, by the way. I'll say that up front. But, okay. you know, it's important if we've been successful to give back. Mm-hmm. And those that don't are self-consumed and selfish. And I believe that with all my heart. And so we do, you know, we just had at our place here, we had blood assurance in. We had 40 people giving blood and got hematomas on our hand, on our arms where the ladies didn't. Uh, you know, I've been involved in missions. My wife goes every year. Uh, we're doing uh, a huge big work with autism. Uh, I'm involved in the local community with River City Corporation. but And with with uh, Great Race, it's important to give back to the community. we got to get our kids involved uh, because the car hobby is something worth saving. And we got a bunch of old guys with gray hair like me. And if we don't get the kids involved, then we won't have a car hobby. But, you know, most of all, I want to thank your listeners out there for getting out and driving your cars because, you know something, tomorrow you might need tires and that day might come sooner if you get out and drive your cars. Absolutely. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to go to Coker Tire. They're going to buy some tires from Coker I, Tires. Well, I hope so. But, Rob, thanks for having me okay, on. You're a gentleman it. and a scholar, and I'm very I'm very proud to be associated with guys like you that do a family show, that believe in America, that believe in the passions that built America, and I'm always glad to be a part of and associated with guys like you. Super. Well, you've been a great guest, and uh, we're definitely going to have you on again. And then, uh, but I guess we're just about winding it out of time. So, uh, Corky, I want to thank you for coming on the show, and uh, maybe I'll see you next uh, next couple two three weeks when I get up in the Alabama area because I'm only going to be 50 miles from Chattanooga. So, well, come on up. I, you know, I'll go out on the back roads and I'll look for a roadkill and we'll have a barbecue. Absolutely. All right. I want to thank everybody <laughs> for tuning in to uh, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Our special guest this evening was Corky Coker. And uh, guess what? It's about time to go over to Naughty Nancy's. It's open mic night. And we'll see you guys next week. Same bad time, same bad station. See you guys later. And stay safe and drive carefully.